Shout out to everybody that's been watching, shout out to everybody that's been supporting us so far, thus far, this is The Real World Season 7, Episode 24. Like Kobe. Yeah, 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 you already know, last episode was Jordan, this one is Kobe. So shout out to everybody that's been watching, shout out to everybody that's been supporting, shout out to everybody that watched last week's episode, shout out to everybody that's been watching us so far. You can catch us on The Brick Network every Tuesday and Thursday at 1pm, 4pm. No, sorry, 12 noon, 4 p.m. and 1 a.m. You can also catch us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash The Real World 7. That's The yeah, Real World yeah, 7, yeah. like Mike Vick. Um, also on Instagram at The Real World Ministries, Inc. And on podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself. You already know it's the one and only AI in the building. Add me on Instagram. A serving eleven, no eleven. I'm doing something different this time. I'm drinking pH balanced water. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got the fancy water today. And it tastes better though. Like I ain't gonna lie, it's yeah. weird. It's like all waters don't really taste the same. Facts, facts, facts. Um, so yeah, we coming off of two good events that we just had recently in person. Um, for those that don't know, we've been trying to rebuild the church, as in like you know. We all went through that PTSD, whether we like to admit it or not, where, like, you know, we dealt with that trauma. And it's like we slowly trying to crawl back. And it's like the older people, a lot of them deceased. There was a lot of funerals um, last year, unfortunately. And then on top of that, um, the youth now, like, they always told the youth that the youth was would be the church of tomorrow but that tomorrow is now yeah it is now so it was like you look at the old people a lot of them was gone the ones that are here still like they look tired you know they dealing with a lot and it's like the kids stay home most of the time with the moms or something and so now it's like it's just the youth now that gotta hold it down that's true so what you think about that i think it was a very good experience because the one thing I know, like, you know, me growing up, I could say I was a hothead, right? Because I always used to let, I, I wasn't really, I didn't really speak too much. I didn't really like speaking. So, I used to just, you know, keep a lot of things boiled up. And I realized, like, life, when you keep everything boiled up, it's like, it's like you're going to explode one day. And when you're going to explode, you're going to explode with a lot of aggression. So, 
it is good to really find a way to release the energy whether I don't know some people box and all that other stuff but you gotta find a way to release the energy because if you don't release the energy it's just gonna build up and it's gonna the more it builds up it's just a toxic situation waiting to explode and from just you know doing it you know it got a little spicy but you know it's good though because you you're just releasing the energy you need to get it out because everybody felt abandoned and all that but we needed to let the energy out and i could say most definitely you do need to let the energy out man because i say i grew a lot like, I, I can't from way back then i i used to be the i used to be the kid where you tell me shut up and i'll be ready to i'll, I'll be ready on go so i guess i grew up a lot because i remember my fifth grade teacher telling me you gonna you're not gonna make it to, to you're not gonna make it to 21 because you're gonna be in jail. And I'm 24. I never been in jail. So ha ha, to my teacher. Yeah, not gonna work. So yeah, man. So um, one of the things that we were complimented on was the ability to have a safe space where people could actually say how they really feel. Yeah. And they could really express themselves because usually people feel confined, especially places like church. That's a place where it's like yeah. strict, 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 strict. And you just try to basically, you know, when we all in church, like, let's really be honest. Outside of church, like you really try to keep your outside up. Like you just try to go, cause we all know church is basically strict. They, they molded this tradition where you gotta come in perfect. And none of us is perfect in there. Like, let's be real. Like none of us is perfect at all so it's like <clears throat> the strict part that's i think that's just a tradition or a system that's old that's always going to be in the play regardless what generation you grew up in it's never going to change mm. like we, we we could be 60 years old it's still going to be the same system mm. one of the points that you had made was that as it's, it's just time for a change as in like we have to minister outside of the four walls yeah like you can't do four wall ministry you can't the reason why i say you cannot do the the four because me personally i call it sda the four wall ministry like i don't call it really sda especially after covid yes because who was really outside doing covid we was not the four wall ministry we was the one outside and the reason why I say forward ministry is because I always keep saying it's like when when situations get hot, you can't really hide. You can't really put on the mask no more because that mask is going to get taken off. You want to reveal yourself. And during COVID, they revealed themselves like, look, we have forward ministry. We don't really do much outside the church. Mm -hmm. Like, because at the end of the day, like, the only guy that preacher, he said that. Like, if you speak to people outside the four wall ministry, they don't know what the hell the SDA is. They don't know what the SDA do. They know more, they know more organizations that be, you know, like what we do, going outside, giving out close stuff. They know, they know those people more than what the SDA is. Mm -hmm. And that sounds crazy, right? Because it's like, the SDA, what do they preach? Helping others, giving back, or trying to bring people to God. But it's like, wasn't God when he was here, he was feeding people and all the other stuff. Like he was right. feeding everyone. 
It was, and he, it wasn't like he was feeding all just holy people. He even was on a cross with a guy that was a killer and all that, and he got saved. One of the things that I want to implement as the ISERF coordinator is like now that we have a network of churches, because that's literally what we have. We have a group of churches and different leaders from all churches. Yeah. And it's like now if I'm in this position where it's like I'm an overseer of, of this particular thing, which is serving the community and showing compassion to, to one another, like a display of love. We could use these network of churches to combine and connect. It's like everybody set up distribution places to receive donations. Yeah. So like, it's like, we you have a building, right? You have a storage place. I have a plug for you to get cheap stuff and you could put it in your building. Your people in your church, they need it. Yeah. It's like, they just don't know where to get it from. Yeah. You know what I really thought of? Imagine in the future, you know, instead of, all right, you see how we was just in Platbridge in December giving now. Imagine where in one day we probably in four different boroughs. Yeah. I think you could do it. Yeah. But the church if like the church really take it serious and be like, yo, we're gonna do stuff outside I hundred percent believe that can happen. Cause like you don't really cause we really, we don't really come with too much people so just a small group could really get it done. Mm. And they come with bigger groups, so that means more things can be done. That means like we don't gotta just be in Flatbush. We don't gotta be just in one location. We be everywhere. But now you can't just talk now because everyone's watching. Exactly. That's why I said talk is cheap, and that's why I said like in terms of the church, if they really want their people back, they're gonna have to try something different, try something new. Cause like it's like. Everybody got woke up. It's like we're everybody like when we was doing the whole um the whole I serve thing like and all of you been speaking and they've all been feeling look they all said it the same, like we're tired of all the old stuff. They tired of it. It's like they don't wanna hear the watered down stuff no more. They wanna they wanna they want something that's gonna really affect them in the heart, like make their heart beat. And like if we're doing all the same things we was doing prior from COVID, then that's not going to make their heart beat. That's just going to make them, like, sit in the church and be, like, ready to sleep or be on their phones. Because it's like, oh, man, yeah, don't expose yourself. And we doing the same thing, acting like nothing ever happened. Mm. And that's the worst thing you could do. That's act like something never happened. Because what's that doing? That's building up a ball inside of you that's toxic mm. that y'all supposed to release. Cause it won't be normal after that. So it's like, yeah, you have to have the change. Cause if you don't have the change, this is gonna be going back to the same thing and that's just gonna be toxic. Cause like, we all know like, yo, really? Really? This just happened, but we just gonna act like, <laughs> like we, w we was watching the movie Black and White and he just flicked the picture and then everything disappeared like nothing ever happened. We can't, it's not, it's not the movie. So for the first big event, you can say within Frangoation within the SDA church for us for this year. Like, how do you think this Saturday went for the first event? I mean, I was surprised. The church was packed, and like it was majority of youth. I was, I was actually happy for that because the reason why I'm happy for that because I connect more with the youth than with the, you know the old people. Because it's like the one thing I realized about old people, like man, they they they're so old, like. 
like they already have a system set in their soul from like way back and plus most of them you know like most of them probably grew up in Haiti you know there's really a difference between the Asian Haitian and here Haitian American somebody that been spending like the majority of you here is like you're really more like you're really a Haitian American really so it's like it's really different it's like is it it's harder it's harder to, to, to connect with them because like they grew up in a whole different system Haiti system different from American system mm -hmm. and most people that is in Haiti system they don't really adapt too much but here's the thing though right we could keep arguing and talking about the old system old system old system a lot of members of that old system died like they're gone now yeah so and that's why the few that are left like they're tired it's time for the youth to take over one of the issues that i have with the youth and this is something that they told us growing up like they warned us about is that a lot of us don't take things seriously and we're not good and we're not disciplined enough meaning that you see how the older folks they can run a program every week the same way like yeah it, it gets boring and yeah like it's religion like everybody yeah. And, and union together, pushing together. So it's like they have that structure where they could run that play a hundred times. Or sometimes they give it to us and we like running around, everybody's late. And it's like Yeah, that could that's the one thing I'll give the I'll give it to them. They do they are more disciplined with their system. That's the thing about the youth, like yeah, you can have the mindset too, but you need the discipline, like you gotta have the discipline. Because if you don't have the discipline then you're just gonna go back to all the old habits. So why you think when there's a lack of discipline, why you think that people feel offended when you call them out on it or reprimand them for it? Um, because a lot of people, basically the reason why a lot of people do that is because I think in this world, a lot of people can't really have handle the truth because, you know, a lot of things around us is fake. Mm. So it's like most people are accustomed to fake. Like, I believe that... Um, truth is stranger than fiction because mm -hmm. a lot of things revolve around us are fake. It's just, you know, entertainment. It's just to entertain you. Yeah. And we all know when you entertain, you're distracted. So that's what I feel like. But I don't feel like that's just, that's really just for the SD. I think that's, I think that's for the whole globe. Like a lot of people cannot handle the truth. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people rather be baby majority of their life. And then hear the truth. Now me, I'm not one of those people. I'd rather just hear the truth because let's get straight to the point, man. But it's because they can't handle the truth, man. A lot of, and plus, in the church, there's a, it's like a lot of the truth is finally exposing itself amongst the church. And it's like they can't handle it. Mm. It's a lot of pressure you're saying right now. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. The way I compare it to is, is we're coming we're we're going through the exodus as in like we're coming out of slavery and we're waking up and we're in the wilderness as in we're lost in the place and we're trying to find ourselves and because we're lost in the wilderness we're looking for a leader to lead us out of that wilderness but at the same time we're criticizing them because we all have our own issues and it's like we all saying that we believe in this god but then there's so much politics between us as men we're still like going back and forth so we're wasting more time in the wilderness just like the people in exodus like man that's a fact but the thing is and wait it's the same exact thing as in like the old they were in the wilderness for so long that the old people that was leading died and then the young people had to come 
and get them out of there. Yeah, but the young, it's like black people wasn't ready for this pressure. Because, you know, before COVID, I think a lot of people would sleep. A lot of people, you know, starting to wake up more because it's like COVID just, I think COVID is really like, a, a, I call it the new world order because it really is a reset, really. Because everybody got affected. And when everybody get affected, you can't escape it, man. Not one single soul could escape it. Unless you ain't born, that's the only way you could escape it. But other than that, COVID, nobody escaped that. It was a, it was like a reset. Like we live in, a, it's like yeah, we're still on the same planet, but like you feel like you live in a new world. Everybody moved different. It's a restructure. It's a new world order, and a lot of people wasn't ready for that. They was expecting like okay, all right, yes, you know when we finally when they finally said all right, we release y'all, y'all can go outside now, and they just thought going outside everything was gonna be the same, but it's like nah, buddy. It's like in the movies when they let them out the hole and they're coming out and they're like, this is the... Yeah, they're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but that's how it really is. People really thought, okay, when they heard the news that whatever day that they said, all right, you could go outside. They, uh, they said you could go outside. They thought everything was going to go back to normal, but <laughs> everything didn't go back to normal. They're realizing that, damn, well, I was having fun all this time because during COVID, like, I was seeing mad foreign whips in the hood. I was seeing party buses all Not over Manhattan. That's a Yeah. I was drinking good. Vacay, vacay. Vacay. The yams all day. The yams all day. At one point, which is so crazy, the unemployed was living better than the Working. employed. And like, everybody quit. Exactly. To the point where the employed people was like, yo, why they living better than me? And I'm at work. Am I not supposed to be the one that's living better? But yeah, at one point, so it's like, time really passed by so fast. And but then like, look at this. They fired the people that didn't want to take the shot, but that was willing to get tested every week so they wouldn't have to take the shot. They kept all the people that would take the shot and show proof of vaccination. And that left a lot of jobs open. So then they filled it with whoever they could find to get those jobs. If you was in the right spot, you came up. Yeah. But so at the same time now, now they saying that you could have it, but as long as you got the shot, you would go to work and it help treat people that might have it or that might not have it. So it's like it got confusing, man. Like, it's like the world. COVID is, is a COVID is a big question, man. It's like, and then we found out that the test don't even really work because if you have it and then three months later. You will take the test, and within three months, if you take the test again, even if you don't have, you still will come up positive. Damn, man, like, all these people, they claim they're expert, but it's like, where's the real expert? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, shit crazy. Because it's like, COVID's really a big question, bro. Like, everybody saying all of this, they, it's like, everybody got to say, but like, which one's the truth? Yeah, I be thinking about all that, but. Do you feel like, and it's a question that's been asked on this platform a few times, like, do you feel like people are waiting for that Christ-like person, like that Messiah to come save them? Yeah, I feel like they all feel like they're waiting for the Messiah to save them, but at the same time, I feel like, like, in terms of the youth-wise, they want, they, they want more like somebody that could resemble a bit, a bit, of them like a piece of their life a bit 
mm-hmm. of them. Cause then like when you were, cause for the youth wise, if you haven't dealt with a similar situation or surrounding whatever, then they they gonna be like, yo, I can't relate to you. So they want, so they want more somebody they can at least have some type that they could relate to something like, yeah, cause then for the youth wise, like when they could relate, they respect you more. Mm. I could say that's a hundred percent. I could, I could speak for that when it comes to the youth. Like they want more somebody they can relate. Like they can't really relate to them. But they're like, okay, <laughs> like you never went through any of this. So like, like. Well, like, you don't want to admit to have gone through any of this, so you could look better than me. Exactly. So like, yeah. In terms of the youth, if you relate, then they don't look at you as a brick wall. But if you can't relate, then they look at you as a brick wall, really. Mm. That's why some of you fall asleep in church, like, cause it's like, yo, I can't relate to you, man. So it's like speaking, it's like speaking empty words to mm. to souls, really. But I see that we are building back, like brick by brick, we starting to build back up, just like how America's starting to build back up. Everyone is starting to like, you know, pick themselves back up and you know roll. It's like we're we're recovering and. Again, that's what I'm talking about, that PTSD, like that shock, and it's like, will it happen again? Like, like you hear some people begging to go back into quarantine. Like, yeah, like, like, why quarantine ain't come back yet? Ah, yeah. I can't do this. And some people was like, like, damn, like, I'm good. Like, you know, I'm not going to let this get to me. Like, I'm, I'm still going to live some, my some life. Some people, they don't want the quarantine to live like, we don't want to go back to trauma again. Yeah. Cause some people still like, yo, we finished, we still going through the first one as we speak today. But it's like, like we, like a, a main point I said, like when you have a situation and like you, when you live it in the past, the past is your new reality. That past controls you now. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot let one negative situation outweigh your whole life. Cause once it outweighs your whole life, then like, man. I would advise people not really be around you too much because like you just gonna really try to make everybody else around you more miserable really because you know misery love mis- misery love misery so it's like yeah like you can't really like that's but that's what that's why I keep saying like yo like people need to like not sometimes let things go because it's like bro you cannot let your situation outweigh your whole life because that's taking up years and you take it up, it takes up years, you can't, time is either your best friend or your enemy, you can't let it take up all that time, like you really can't. Facts. And I think like, now that we are slowly recovering, we slowly are coming back together, and people are pushed to do do better right now, I feel like, especially like, whatever it is that's motivating them, because... I feel like we needed this, this, this thing because it shook up the block. Like it was like we, that pop smoke song. I bet I shake the room. Nah, we needed it. I'm happy it happened. Really, I could say I'm one person. I think, like I'm gonna say the reason why I believe COVID is something that everybody needed. The reason why I believe it's COVID is something that everybody needed is because. I thought a lot of people were asleep and we was being entertained, having fun. You know, when you having fun, 
you don't really you don't really know you don't really learn anything off just having fun it's just like when you keep winning you don't really learn nothing because it's like you don't know how to adjust and we all know life is about adjusting adaptation if you can't really if you don't know how to adapt then like you're gonna drown mm. so like i think you yes in life a lot of we we don't in life once you're born you got a death thing mm -hmm. and everybody knows that mm -hmm. so we just got to deal with it it's just that we don't know what it is but it's like you gotta learn how to adapt but i think it was a covid was really kind of I ain't wanted to be like this, but in terms of like waking people up, that's why I feel like it was good for. Cause it's better to be awake than to just be sleep and not know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was needed. Now, yeah, some people are still gonna cry, but like if you're still here, like take that as a blessing. Like you could make it. Mm. Like don't if you're still here, you could make it. Don't. Don't keep dwelling on the past. Because if you keep dwelling on the past, that's the time period you're going to be stuck on, man. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be stuck. You don't want to be stuck in 2015 and the year is going to be 2050. Then that means, like, buddy, <laughs> got a lot of catching up to do. Mm. Yeah, man. But I think the best thing that we can do right now is, like, I think it would be good to, to like come together, continue to collaborate, share information with one another, continue to build. And I think this gives us a good chance, like especially the other day, Saturday, when we had different people from so many different churches coming together and actually speaking about it. Like we had a, a representative from a few different places yeah. and we could see how a lot of them was going through similar things. Yeah, I think we, we all was going through similar things. It was like, it was just the... It was like the honest uh, of the. It was basically the, like we all felt it, but it was like it was the unspoken. It was the unspoken finally being spoken, and it was a good thing because, you know, some people it was a little tense, mm -hmm. but it was well needed because you needed to release the energy. Because if you don't release the energy, like when you release it, when you if you let it boil up too much, the way you release it, you know, it can go one way or the other. But it was well needed, but yeah, I think the church do need, like, you know, they do need to, they want to see, like, they love seeing when somebody doing good. Like, some people, it's either they going, they going, it's going to motivate them, and, you know, the other people, they just going to be intimidated and be haters. Mm. But, you got to have, that's what comes with it, so. I think there's a lot of people that's gonna be motivated. Yeah, you're gonna have a few haters, but I think overall it's gonna work out well. We were talking about something earlier because we're from New York, and something that happened recently in New York, a recent tragedy, is the situation in the Bronx, like yeah. where there was a fire and I think like 19 people died or something like that. Yeah, it was 19 people, a few injured. Yeah, and, then, and I think they say nine of them was kids. They were yeah. saying that they had a space heater in the apartment and then the, the heater caught on fire and then it was the smoke that I guess choked everyone out. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> I don't, like, right now, like, there's a lot going on, man. Like, people's dying everywhere, bro. Like, literally, like, I, I'm really, I was saddened by that for the kids, bro, because, you know, like, you know, <sighs> I'm good with the kids. 
Yes, I have that talent, and like things like that touch me, cause you know I be with my sister, my sister, little sister more, cause like you know I want her to have. They need the support and all that, so that really touched me. I'm like, damn, like it was like people dying left and right. You hear me hear kids like those dying. Then I heard a report about um somebody was working at a store and they robbed them, and the fact that. She only gave him a hundred dollars. She killed. He killed that woman. Hmm. Like I'm hearing a lot of crazy stories, but like, bro, like I keep saying, a lot of people inside that was inside, they they had like a lot of bold up emotions, and now you release them, hmm. and they're releasing it by killing and all these other stuff. Because hmm. like a lot of people still stuck in the situation, and most of, basically like a lot of people really need therapy right now. Really, a lot of people really need therapy right now. A lot of people don't admit like, yo, we need therapy because a lot of people think like, oh, if you go to therapy, those are like the crazy people. Like, man, everybody need therapy because we all go through stuff. Hmm. We all go through stuff. Hmm. People gotta stop labeling the stereotype like therapy is for crazy people. Hmm. Nah, man. There's a difference between mental health and mental illness. Exactly. If you if you're taking care of your mental health then you shouldn't have a problem like you I guess it, it it gives you better chances from preventing mental illness exactly but most mental illness happens because you think of that situation too much that's why I keep saying like if you keep see yourself stuck in one situation that situation is gonna outweigh your whole life man like you gotta be able to like keep going like cause like in life Life has a balance. You're going to have the good days and the bad days. You can't escape the bad days. That's what everybody want to do. Escape the bad days. Because people can't handle those. But that's what really decides the type of person you are. Like the strong versus the weak. It's the bad days that really tell you who's the real winner. Who's the real king and stuff. Not the good days, man. The good days is like we all having fun. That's why I keep mentioning back to the Warriors when they won 73 and 9. Yeah. They won all those games, but they ain't win the chip. So when they win the chip, they're like, well, the regular, we all know what the regular season is. The regular season, you just try to make it to the playoffs. That's it. Practice. Yeah, it's practice. <laughs> you practice for the tough situation. And we all know in that situation, it was the, the Cavs that was ready. Because, yeah, like they all say about the LeBron, like, yeah, the regular season, he don't care about that, man. He just like, yo. Get me in the playoffs. I be all of y'all. That's all I need. That's why I keep telling like man, like the tough situations. You should embrace those. You should like. I'm not gonna. I personally say, I when I have tough situations, that's when like yeah, you know. Back then I used to be like, oh my god, why me? Why me? But now it's like, all right, all right. Let me fix this. Let me try. And the more you, the more tough situations you have, and like. You overcome them. That's when, like, if you overcome a lot of tough situations, when tough situations come, you're not gonna be sitting there stuck sitting in a wall, like, oh my goodness, what I'm gonna do? Cause it's like you overcame a bit, so it's like you already know, like, all right, I'm gonna keep going. I done. I overcame one. Just keep overcoming another one. Yeah. That's what people need to do, man. It's like it's not really the wins that determine who you are. It's the L's that determine who you are. Cause when you win it, you don't know you don't know how to adjust. 
Because you're like, yo, I'm winning. Like. Yeah, but people that's watching from the sidelines, they never know, like, what you be going through behind the scenes. But exactly. they still think that, like, you winning all the time. Because they only see the trophies. They don't see all the work. Yeah, but that's that's just... That's just in general. That's just in general how a lot of people view things. That a lot of people view things. They're like, "Yo, this man never lose." It's like, man, we all take L's, bro. It's just that when we take L's, like we just know how to bounce back. Facts. We know how to fix those. That's why I keep saying, like, it's not about the L. It's not about the W's. It's about the L's. So you need to start looking at yourself, like, damn, like, am I really built like this? Exactly. Like, like you know, that's what I hate us too. It's like you hate. It's like man, like <laughs> man, go work on you, bro. Cause it's like, bro, we all go do stuff. I go do stuff. Like I go do stuff, man. But it's just that I know how to. I know how to bounce back. That's why I keep saying always have backups. Like if you don't have backups. You gonna be sitting there stuck. <laughs> you gonna be sitting there stuck. Like that's one thing all these you know top people they don't tell you. They be I hear some top people tell you. I hear some top people. I be watching stuff and I be hearing some of these top influencers say, "Oh, you have a plan A, stay to a man." They got plan A through Z. I tell you that. And if there was a, it was if they created new alphabets, they'll have those alphabets too. Why? Cause they know. They went when they when you when you winning so much, that L's gonna come your way. Mm -hmm. So they know you need backup. You gotta have backups. You always gotta have backups. But one thing, it was a recent um a recent interview with Meek Mills, and he was saying that like he he had to move away from a lot of people he should chill with because I they started treating him different because they say he was moving different, but he was like. They like they would get mad because he wouldn't let them drive his cars. And yo, my car costs four hundred thousand. You only got forty thousand in the bank. Like, yeah. why should I let you drive it? And then he was like, how they kept driving his cars and breaking them at hard. And then he would tell them, yo, don't break that hard. They'll get tight. And he was like, yo, I'm the one that's paying seven thousand dollars for the brakes. Like, why are you getting tight? He's like, yo, you got the buddy. Like, yeah, but it's like I. I agree with the meat meal part. I like, man, what? It's like, yeah, we friends and all that, but that's the thing. Like, a lot of people just think just because you're free. It's like, a lot of people don't understand principles of life. Hmm. It's like, bro, it's bigger things. It's like, bro, if I have a 400 like, I definitely agree. If I have a $400,000 car and you don't have near that, you're not driving my car, bro. Because hmm. when you crash it, you're going to be like, oh, the, the, it's like, I'm the one paying for this. You're not paying for it. And if the person pay for it, if somebody is, if somebody pay for some, why are you trying to leave what they're paying? They're paying for it, so they have to say. If you put money on it, then you have a say. But if you ain't put, if you ain't, it's just like stocks, like, like stocks when you have when they companies and stocks they send you like the um letters and stuff because it's like you have shares within the company. But if you don't have shares within somebody, you have no say. So it's like, yeah, but that's the thing though. A lot of people is like, I don't know. People just think like they just want everything handed to them. It's like, bro, you gotta put in work, bro. Everybody gotta put in work. People be thinking things just fall out their tree. Like, no, it don't. Mm -hmm. That's how they people think. But I definitely agree. Like, when you get when you start elevating your stuff, 
you can't really be doing all the old stuff you do. You become more, you know, conscious and you do more critical thinking. But why do people feel entitled because they feel like they know you or they knew the old you? Like, okay, perfect example. Sometimes when people make it like, yo, I know that guy. Like, I used to slap him when he was a kid, this and that, blah, blah. Now look at him. You think he's so big. Yeah. Yeah, it's a I lot mean, of they, they like just, that. They just, they just want to feel empowered. Mm. That's the thing, like, people don't support you until it's popular to support you. That's really how, that's really how society is set up. They don't support you until it's popular to support you. Most time it's strangers that support you more than the people. Yeah, that. bro, it's strangers that show you waste. Strangers more show you more support than your own friends, which is crazy. It's the most craziest thing. In it. Man, that sentence is crazy, but it's a, it's real and it. 60, 100 years from now, the world still exists, still won't be the same way. That's like the people sometimes, you that you could text them and you don't answer, and then you look and you're watching your Instagram. Yo, story. I hate that. Boy. <laughs> I, hate I don't know, like, that give me a certain job, like, all right, boy, all right. Like, all right. When I see you, <laughs> people be doing that. Like, that I hate when people do that. That's bad, weird. Like, that is weird as hell. You're like, bro. Especially if you watch back to back, it's like, alright, now you playing with me. But then there's the creepers, like people that you don't hear from years, but then they tell you, oh, I've been watching you throughout the years, you know, I don't comment or press nothing, but I've been watching, man. Yeah, it's You've the been incognito. <laughs> like, they it's be a incognito. Lot. Yeah. And there's incognito mode in the web browsers that like you can click incognito mode. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that's incognito. They want to be a little creepers. Cheapest creepers. Yeah, like, yeah, we watching you. But there's a lot of people watching. That's why, like, you start limiting yourself. That's why you gotta be, you gotta be more strategic. You gotta be more strategic. You gotta have more strategy. You gotta realize, I can't move the same, man. Mm -hmm. Gotta move different. That's why, like, when me and me were talking about, yeah, they be in their feelings, but that's the thing, like, a person, you can't really trust a person that's always in their feelings because emotions is temporary at the end of the day. Yeah, you're not gonna, the, the way you wake up today is not the same way you're gonna feel waking up tomorrow. Mm. So, like, I don't like, like, you gotta be more logic, man. Me personally, I'd rather trust a more logic person than a person that's always in their feelings because, like, if you was in your feelings, like, damn, like, one day you're gonna do this, this, that. It's like, man, that's temporary. That's temporary. And if you holding on to temporary things, that's you holding on to the past. That's why I keep going back to you keep holding on to past situations. The past situations gonna destroy you, man. Like if you gonna have a, a little breakdown, just have that for like probably like five minutes. Then like like a five minutes where you have to release it. Just release it. Mm. And when you listen, just keep going. But that's something that we spoke about earlier about like even like growing up, especially in the religious household, the religious Haitian household like we did, like, you know, it's very strict, especially wow. when it comes to like you being young. Like it's almost like when you're young your feelings don't don't matter. Don't matter. Especially <laughs> in the especially like we Haitian, so we already know how that goes. Like in the Asian household, they blame like, your feelings. Your feelings don't matter. Like Haitian <laughs> household Things will happen, they be like, we're just gonna act like this don't happen. That's what an Asian household do a lot, like. Yeah. And that's why it builds up. It, it, it passed down to 
future generations for that one. We just got to break it. It seemed like when I said that in the room and I used my friend for an example, the one that went through the, all the abuse as a kid and then had to act like everything is normal yeah. to the point where she ended up on medication and then ultimately committing suicide. And when I said that, that's still something that's going on even till today where it's like all of us and here probably is doing the same thing and then it's like, how do you think your kids feel coming here every week and then they got to go home and they act like, like, and they, and they go home and they see the, the real you and they got to come to church and act like everything is okay. You don't think that'll drive them crazy? Nah, it do, bro. It do. That's why, like, everybody need therapy, man. People got to stop looking at therapy like it's some crazy people. We all do therapy because we all go through things. No, no, no individual in the world could dodge or do that dies tough situations. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have to face those. Mm-hmm. And when you face those, like it's good to let it out. Cause if you just keep it in, man, like it's gonna, it's gonna bore you up and it's become mad toxic. Yeah, nine out of ten people ain't gonna wanna be around you like that, man. Like you trying to press, press, like positive, positive. Like when you speak, if you speak a lot of positivity, then. It will come into your life, but if you always speaking negative, like man, like it's just gonna be straight negative coming in your life. Like you gotta be able to speak more positive, man. Like you gotta look at the good. Like you wake, you waking up. If you're not there, you waking up the uh, uh, the next day. That's a blessing. But it's like today's society became. Like I say, I could say today's society became so much. I would say they came met depending on materialistic things. Mm-hmm. I could say like they depend on it so much. Like they don't, they're not happy within themselves. It's like all these materials around them. That's what makes them feel happy. And once those things is gone, it's like you're stuck. I think the biggest problem is the things that they're willing to do to get those things nowadays. I yes. feel like that's the craziest part, especially. Like, no disrespect but the women, you know? Especially, like... Yeah, bro. Yo, I think this is the craziest I've seen in the band lately. Like, women... Like I keep saying, back then, women used to be crying when we getting exposed. Now it's like... They move like guys. Mm. And like, I personally like a woman that's more ladylike. I don't want a lady to act like a dude. Because the one thing about dudes is, like, I got to treat you a certain way. And, like, if I got to treat you like a dude, like, bro, we ain't never going to be together, bro. Mm-hmm. We ain't never going to be together. And we know how dudes it is. So it's like, be more lady-like. But women don't want to be lady-like no more. They want to be like dudes. That's how they want to move. They're like, I'm a, they like, I'm a real, they, I'm a real blah, blah. <laughs> I want to be treated as a princess. I'm like, no, bro. They call you bro. What's up, bro? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> That's why, like, all men, we all know, like, a person that we'll we when we first meet a girl we know whether or not we see her as a um person that we will marry. We all know and we want us men we don't wanna marry a woman that move like a dude. Yeah. We wanna marry a lady like women. Mm. Move like a lady, but they all wanna be dudes. But the thing is like these girls wanna be they wanna be both have to say to him like they will have an OnlyFans, but they're like, no, I'm not this type of person. But like, OnlyFans is no different from porn. 
but they're getting the bread straight and so I'm gonna say and they feel like they control it. Yeah, they do control their bread, but it's like like I keep saying, like, they don't wanna handle the truth. It's like, man, like you know what type of work you're doing, so But I'm gonna give an example like like Mia Khalifa, the lady the the Arabic looking Yeah. Yeah, so she recently like said in the magazine or, or she gave in a or she said in an interview that like porn ruined her life and she feel like she only did like I think she said twelve or thirteen videos, but yeah. those videos seem like they was everywhere. Yeah, nah, yeah, that was worldwide. Yeah, and then she feel like now like those videos gonna haunt her for the rest of her life. I mean, it's true. That's true, bro. Cause that's how it is. Like you signed up for it, so now you gotta handle the pressure. Cause you know what comes with that. You know what? You know, you know if somebody see you on Forty Fan Club, you already know what they think. And so like, yeah, they hit you with all that, but it's like you signed up for it. You know what comes with that, cause you used before you got into that. That's what you thought it was. So you know what it is, but it's like. People just want to get the money, but they will, they want to get the money, but they don't want to be like, nah, you can't call me this. Oh, they don't want to be shamed. Yeah, they want to be shamed. They just want the money, but don't want to be shamed. But it's like, you're going to get shamed, bro. especially if you in that type of industry. Like, that's just something where you should not be surprised. You be like, oh, I'm mad offended. It's like, yo, you know what's crazy? Yeah. What I really be thinking is like, these women be talking about, oh, we not against, we against this, that, but you're only fans. So like, how you saying you against something, but you doing what you against? Mm. Maybe because they they might feel like that's giving them some kind of empowerment. The empowerment comes from the money, because once they have a steady source of income, they they feel like they can do whatever they want. Like they don't gotta listen to a man. They don't gotta yeah. depend on a man. So yeah, they that's what how they want to. That's what I be saying. You know, when a man get a bag, he he want to elevate his lady. When a woman get a bag, she feel like she don't need a dude. Wow. And why you feel that way? I mean, they all move like that. Back in the day, I keep saying, like, they keep talking about they don't need a guy, but when you run to food stamps, you run into a man. Hmm. When you run into food stamps, EBT, the government, that is run by a man. Man built this world. And but, it was always that way. But, you, but I feel like that's more so, like, she's running to, like, the quote-unquote white man. Yeah, so it's like... Because back in the days, they said that if somebody was on welfare, they couldn't have a man in the house. Same thing right now. Because once you got the man in the house, you, you're you over budget. Because then they, they have to budget in his income. And if you and if the income is too high, then you no longer qualify for the welfare. Exactly. So it's like that's how they divided the home and stuff. Or yeah. the guy just didn't work a legal job. Like he, worked the, he, he, he did something on the side and then he just lived up in the girl crib when they had kids and whatnot. See, I mean, the system is going to be away system is, but yeah, that's how women be feeling nowadays, and they feel, they feel like that even more, like, once they get their bag, it's like, like, like you say, you know, women's always looking for a bigger fish, that's what they always do, <laughs> they always looking for a bigger fish, like, they never really satisfied, mm. and most women, like, men neither, though, yeah, but women, you so? yeah, men, but, this was a, I, th I always said like a man loves more than a woman. No, the Bible says that. That's why it says love, men love your wife the way Christ loved the church. Take her, even make her clean. Um, 
for some white shades. If you too corrupt, I'm not. I'm not cleaning. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but oh yeah, make her cl clean as wool with the washing of the word, as in by by feeding her the word of God and showing her the love of Christ. Then that's gonna help her love, love, love you. So that's why he's saying for the man, the the man loves the woman because remember it was the man that gave up his side to create the woman. Exactly. That's why it's all men. That's why I keep saying like a man knows whether or not he's gonna. If he sees you as a wife, so it's like it's really the woman. Like, but the thing is, women want to be like dudes. They want to be like dudes, but still get treated like a princess. And you cannot have two cakes, bro. Because at the end of the day, like we, we as a society, we be getting the crumbs. Stimmy. All these countries got the billions. Why they give us a thousand two hundred dollars? So it's like women. They want to have two cakes, and we all know the way this world systems work. Bro, you don't even get to eat the cake. They give you the crumbs. Mm. So, they always gonna feel like that. But it's like, women, a lot of women, they don't live, they don't understand how society works. Because, especially if a woman is pretty, they just feel like, they a bad coat coat. And, mm. in my term, a bad coat coat is a woman that could be able to handle herself without a man. Like, pay her bills. Not weird, if the man's not paying the bill, she's out here like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mm. You cannot call yourself that. There's levels to this. Mm. So that's what I really call a type of woman like that. But it's like all these women, they just feel like, once they just pretty, they wear some fly clothes, I'm a baddie. And no, that's not a baddie. Maybe in high school, you know, that's how that system worked, but once you get in the real world outside of college, that's the real world. But most women live in their head. They don't live in the real world. Mm. And a lot of women, if today's generation of women, they, like, they view men like bank accounts. I mean, you hear city girls, you hear what they say. They say, oh, I'm going to show you how to pay book. mean like, first you make them feel like this, then you take his, yeah. Mm -hmm. Get them high, then suck him dry. Exactly. That's letting, like, that's why I keep saying, like, you know, a man's biggest downfall is himself, then there's the woman that comes second. I mean, that's temptation in general, but that's, I think that's always been the plight, like, even that's since Genesis, you know, with Adam and Eve. That's just, that's the narrative that they sell to us, but I feel like, as a man, you, you could use a help me, meaning that someone that you can spend your life with, that give you companionship, someone to show you love and that you can trust. If you can find someone that you could have those feelings with, I think that's a great feeling. Like I, I think that's a beautiful thing. I can't say anything. Oh, anybody would want that. Like eventually, like one day, like whether or not, like you know, it's now or later or whatever it may be, it'll yeah. still help out. I kind of. I say I want that, cause you know I got a lot of love for my little sister. So I can say I got a love with a lot of love in me. It's just I just can't everybody. I can't. I can't get everybody. Can't get my love though. It's like it's just, it just ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. If you give out everybody your love, then you ain't gonna have no love left. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I think everything in moderation. Like I think right now. 
we're, 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 we're going into a positive direction where it's like we're starting January off strong. And it's like if you could continue with the same feelings and emotions where it's like the state of change, actually putting the emotions out, but also f- coming up with solutions to fix the problems and not just leave them where they at. Yeah, that's a fact. It's like, always about the solutions, not the problem. That's why I keep saying like tough situations, when you fix them, that builds you up. It's not the winning, man. You don't learn nothing from winning. The only thing you learn is how to have fun. Yeah. And having fun is entertainment. And we all know what entertainment is. It's the definition and behind entertainment, man. One of the key phrases in psychology is resilience. As, as simple as it may sound, it says that um, those that are resilient, um, mighty man of valor, those are the men and women that are able to overcome um, different obstacles, adversity, and because they're resilient, no matter what the world throws at them, they still keep going. Like, nah, it's not over. Yeah. It's not over. It's like those are the people that that psychology finds to be more successful. The people that's like, yo, I, you know, overcame this, I overcame that, I overcame yeah, this, and it's I still all about kept going. The overcoming stories. That's what people want to hear. That's what people want to hear more, man. Like, like the overcome, because that's what really builds you up. You don't learn from winning. Winning is just the aftermath of achieving, overcoming that situation. Mm. That's really what it is. You be like, oh, I overcame this, all right. Let me, let me go out and do this or whatever. Just to enjoy it like, I did it, I did it. I got myself out the hole. Mm. That's really what the winning is there for. But when you win the championship, what you do? You're like, you just like, woo, off season. Let's have fun. That's what it is. Like people gotta learn. Like yo, look, embrace those tough situations. Cause if you don't embrace them, the tough situations just gonna control you. And you don't want that to control you. Then you just lose yourself. Cause a lot of people out here, they don't even control their lives. They think they do, but they really don't. Cause there's ways you, there's we all know there's ways where you don't really control your life. And like it's better to control your life, man. Don't let them thoughts control you. Yeah, master mind, you know. I think this 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 the perfect time for us to pick ourselves back up and try to try to push the movement. Like we can't look at the negative side, but we can look at the positive. Right now I think if the youth do come together and they start making moves, even yeah. if it's small moves, a bunch of small moves adds up to big moves. I really wanna see the full borough stuff though. I wasn't joking about that one. No, nah, we can do it because they are churches in every borough. Yeah, you got Queens, Queens King Mom. I don't know if they had a Bronx. Yeah, because we've been to a few churches. Yeah, Jersey and stuff. But yeah, yeah I want to see y'all, man. I want to. I know a few of y'all probably watching right now. We want to see y'all. What's up? Let's let's do all four boroughs. Yeah, let's do part. outside four outside the four walls for us. It's gonna be like a scared. tour. That'll exactly. Be dope. Cause like at the end of the day, some of these people that be scared to come out, you live in these neighborhoods. That's true. So it's like, why are you scared of your own neighborhood, bro? <clears throat> like, come on now. But that's one thing that I did say. Like every time we went into a neighborhood, like it was love. Like nobody ever. Yeah, cause bro, the neighborhood, a neighborhood could be toxic, but if you're giving back, they always gonna show you it's love. They always. That's one thing. The neighborhood, it doesn't matter how bad a neighborhood is. It could be the dude that be doing all the stuff. And they, they, he gonna come up to you and give you love. Yeah, he might give you the love, then he go do what he do. But 
he's not gonna look at you that way where he'd be like wanna do so. He's just gonna be like wanna show you love. It's like you give it back to his hood. And people are always gonna people are always gonna love the nonprofit where you give him back. Mm-hmm. People always love that. It don't matter it don't matter what what you are in life. You could be a whatever you call yourself a toxic person or whatever, but you always gonna show you always gonna show love towards that cause like that's when you wanna see. But it's like, you know, you have a little toxic built up in you so you do other stuff, but when you see the love part, you're gonna wanna be a part of it or like enjoy it. Cause we all wanna everybody love get everybody love when somebody get back. Who who don't love see seeing free stuff? Cause when they once everything free, you gotta hold on. <laughs> That's the best quote I could use. When everything free, you see a whole line. Yeah, but the forty eight laws of power sets a curse to free lunch. Right. Meaning that like don't get used to to too many handouts. You got to go out there and get that yourself. Like nah, you still gotta keep that animal instinct about you, like that hustler mentality. Yeah, that's a fact. But that's the thing. Anybody want? Anybody think one thing's handed them, and when it's not handed them, they get in their feelings. Hmm. It's like now you building up a bad toxic habit slash situation that you gotta realize. Like it's you that gotta work on that, man. Not the other person. It's you. You gotta work on that Cause you the one who had those thoughts Not the other person You did You just probably bought those thoughts outside Not that other person Whether he What way he wanna take it He could match it Or he don't But you bought it You bought it up You started it But if you did it the positive You think If you come off positive You think the other person Gonna come, come off negative No Never they don't play a cut. They want to hear I see you, you showing love. So don't touch the human aspect of it. Exactly. Because when you spread positivity, somebody's not about to spread you negativity. It's when you come off negative, then they're like, all right, the other person is other way, whether they're going to match it or they're just going to walk away. But then it's going to be the people that, I guess, they want to do it or they haven't done it, but they hate the fact that it's you doing it that's gonna hate. Like I was speaking to someone about that today. It's like you know, there's people that watch every single day what what people are doing, but will never contribute. Like they'll don't they they won't donate their their they won't donate their time and they won't donate their money. But then they're watching to see if you fail or if yeah, you. Yeah, that's what it. I was just about to say. I'm like I was just about to say those people they just want to see you fall. But it's just you know they just rather stay in the cut and wait to see you fall. Mm. But yeah, you always gonna have those, you know. In life, if you the the more haters you got, that's how you know you doing something good. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> yeah, Fresh Montana made a whole song about it. it. Went platinum, I think, right? Yeah, I mean it's true. A lot of things these rappers be saying, like, yo, it's real, like. If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like you ain't got haters, you ain't popping, man, because they like they don't know you. But when you got the haters, like you're doing something good, you gotta embrace the haters, man, because. The more good, the more you grow up, the more haters you got. So that means you know what you're doing. You knew it in some right. Yeah, you say hi to the haters. Hi. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that's been helping. Um, since I got the power, so why not? Um, since I am the iServe coordinator for the Franco Haitian, let's try our first outreach community event to be 
to help the people in the Bronx at the building that I just burnt down. They don't need help, right? No, that's a fact. And that's the there. Like, why not? Like, yo, let's take the church there. I'm calling y'all out. Like, yeah, don't don't be the one just posting on Instagram. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, come outside. Yeah, because everybody could go on Instagram and post like, oh, they care. But who's really gonna come outside and show that they care? Yeah, so. This Saturday at convention, I know that we are supposed to have a meeting. So I'm going to bring that up at the meeting and see what's up with that and see if we could really put that into motion and see if we could really do something out there. I know that there's Willis Avenue, SDA Church yeah. out there. That's a big church. Um, and we will going to see which other um, Bronx, XD, Bronx SDA Church. Like There's a couple of SDA churches out in the Bronx, so we could reach out to them and see if we could do something collectively together. So that would be real dope. Get outside the box for once. Yeah, facts. So, you have any closing thoughts? You know, my closing thought is, you know, get go get therapy, man. It's, therapy is normal. Stop playing the stereotype of, oh, therapy is crazy for crazy people to fool you. Because then, that's when you turn crazy. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, I'm going to start uh, my... I'm gonna start soon, really, really, really soon working um, with us, with a psychologist. So we're gonna start doing that therapy thing. And one of the suggestions was to do like a group therapy session and continue it even for like the church side and t- and to do it at multiple churches, like where we could have like group therapy and just talk about how we feel. So that's another point I'm gonna bring up, and we're gonna see how that works out. And you know, all these ideas, just hand them to us. We're gonna put them into motion. And the biggest impact is going to be like, this is going to be with people in person, you know? Yeah. It's the in-person interaction that's really touches people. So, like, that's why I keep saying the internet is, internet is fake, bro. Like, you can't feel through your internet. Because mm. I can't. I feel through person, not internet. Mm. I'd rather deal with, I'd rather reality more than the internet. The internet is just fun to me. Like, it's just entertainment for fun. And I understand... I understand those concepts in turn. That's why I don't let the internet control me. Mm. Like, live a little. Come outside, man. Yeah. My closing thought is just, like, let's continue this same energy, you know. Like, last year, you know, we was a little bit more flamboyish. But this year, we're going to try to be a little more humble. But humble in the sense that, like, we're going to be part of the solution and part of the healing or at least try to be and help those that you know might need it and now that you know we got a a bigger a bigger platform to stand upon and we have more partners we can see if we could really make a difference in the community and hopefully the world so thank you for watching the real word tonight and shout out to everybody that's been watching everybody's been supporting everybody that's helped us to get this far so far um let's close out with a prayer Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your many blessings that you bestowed upon us. We thank you for your continued um, blessings that you have put on us, your continued protection that you have put around us, helping us to do your work and continue to move forward, Lord. We ask you to order our steps and the things that we do. We ask you to continue to lead us in the path of righteousness, protect us as brothers, protect us as brothers and sisters and everybody that's working collectively, Lord, and We ask you to help us with anything that we may be going through personally and that we continue to work in unity as we continue to help one another. 
as we pray in the name of your son, Yahshua. Amen. So thank you for watching. Good night. God bless. Drink water. It's a real